Welcome to the Big Daddy Sports Minute, sports talk radio from the fans' perspective. I am Paul Big Daddy DeMay, and alongside me are, as usual, are my co-hosts, Michael, slash producer, slash slash brother, extraordinaire, and then Jason, slash producer, brother, slash yo, stats guru, marketing director. Marketing director. (laughs) Poor Jason. So oh, we get stuck with that. Hey, Mark you're the one that came up with that, or he's he's the one that came he up with that one. Yeah. <laughs> so how are you guys doing this week, uh, Jason? Let, we always start with Mike. Let's start with you today. How you? How was your week, Jay? What are we doing? We're doing pleasantries, Michael. We are. We're doing pleasantries. We always do, Mike. Mike. All right. There we go. There you go. Need our pleasantry. I'm in the mood. There. I'm okay. I uh, hurt my back yesterday, so that's. A little painful. But, oh, um, I'm so sorry, Jay. I'll recover. Well, you're still sort of young. Yeah, sort of. <laughs> Not really. Unlike Mike. <laughs> Mike is old. Yeah. So old. A little bit. I'm so close to death. Yeah. Nice. Nice. Yeah, exactly. Hey, no problemo, guys. Well, that's what happens. The older you get, the closer to death you get. Why is that like such a big weird that's thing? That's true. Well, yeah. that is true. Well, getting closer. You're to death. getting a lot closer. I'm so close. <laughs> I can taste it. So Jay, is that is that basically your whole week? Is that back it? pain? That's back pain. About it. I have a pretty yeah. busy week this week at work. I gotta drive over to the Detroit area tomorrow. Not really looking forward to that. Nice. Do you but, still have forty two uh, inches of snow? Uh we still have a lot, yeah. Nice. It was sixty here today. <laughs> when are you guys yeah. moving south? It was sixty, but it was cold out. Actually, it, no, it was like today. it was like fifty-two today. Yeah, because it was it was sixty yesterday, but it was pouring rain for the last twenty twenty-five days. I was driving on the expressway last week, and I saw Noah's Ark. <laughs> yeah, was sure that wasn't your big white truck. No, that was, was Noah's Ark. <laughs> it was an actual Ark, and then I, he was trying to recruit me with one other of me, two Neanderthals. Nice. Yeah, two of everything. Nice. Well, Mike, since you're talking, how was your week? Oh, gosh, you guys. This is a great question of the ages. Mm. My week was glorious. <laughs> Actually, no, it wasn't. It was just a normal <laughs> week, and um, I'm I'm tired today, man. I just, it's been like a rough week, you know, like work is tough, and I have had some serious knee problems, Jason with the back, me with the knee and the shoulder, and... I don't know. Am I the only one still in shape? Just kidding. I am in three quarters of my body hurts. (laughs) Four quarters of mine hurt. So, anyways, how about you, Big Daddy? My my. In case we were wondering. In case you were wondering, we weren't. I'm I'm glad I didn't have to say that this week. We (laughs) can start with the first segment. It's good. Yeah, it's good. It's all good. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, whatever. Who cares? Because all all I'm going to tell you is my week was stressful and tough and long and. I know because I, I'm busy, man. Well, I'm, if you're gonna do pleasantries, big, let's big make it pleasant. Big, big Daddy's a mover, a motivator, a shaker. I'm always on the go, Mike. Okay, so you need to make that part of your response. Well, you just did. It, it, I just did. Yeah, you did kind of. But yeah. you started off negative. I always start off. Positive. I don't start I always off start negative. off glorious. And then you go. Then you go. It really sucked. <laughs> but at least in the beginning, you're happy. Oh yeah. And then I, then I you that. find out the truth. I guess that makes sense. Yeah. Um, yeah, well, I'm sorry. I'm just, I'm busy. I got a lot, a lot of crap going on around town and life and all that. And it is what it is. But you know what? I'm always happy to be here with you guys. 
Oh, Paulie. This is the so. best night of my week. That's so. <laughs> <laughs> Guys. Yeah. Some tissues. Yeah, yeah. Well, let's uh, <clears throat> let's talk about what's coming up on the show today. What do you got, that? Big Daddy? Are we doing a show today? <clears throat> we are definitly I doing a show today. I thought we were just talking about this pleasantries. Are no, we going to actually do something? No, no we're going to do something. There's anything so, to talk about? We have a lot to talk about, actually, All Michael. Right. Um, we're going to start off today with the Michigan mashup. Okay. We are going to talk about that game yesterday that I really don't want to talk about, but we will talk about the Michigan, to, man. Michigan State game. Um, also, the NHL trade deadline was today. We'll see what the Red Wings did. Um, they did make a trade, and now we're going to go into lost and found, Mike. What about the Predators? Oh, that's not a Predators machine. did make a trade today. Actually, they they picked up a guy that I think, like they got a couple weeks ago, will definitely Save help for the them, show, man. So. Save for the show. Um, <clears throat> but I'm not allowed to talk about Nashville and the Michigan <laughs> mashup, so. You guys and your damn rules. You know, I'm just saying, you know. These um, rules, man. <clears throat> but then we're going to move into Lost and Found, and you're going to surprise us with who you got today. Oh, yeah. This could be exciting. Then, <clears throat> exciting. Then after that, we're going to be talking, hanging with the brothers. Got a lot to talk about in that segment. We do? Oh, yeah. First, so this will be a two-hour show? With your best first? friend. First, we got to talk about your best friend. Okay, why is everybody always on me when something bad happens? Because <laughs> you're the biggest Patriots fan I know. Well, I am a big <clears throat> Patriots fan, but just because something bad happened doesn't mean you got to tell talk, put it on me. I mean, yeah, well, we'll finish up with Big Daddy's final take, and yes, uh, it's going to be a good show. So let's get this rolling, Michael. Let's you do the Michigan mashup. Big Daddy. All righty, Michael. Already, Paul. That was, I mean, I had enough time to take a nap during that segment break. <laughs> oh, Lord. Just saying. So, uh, we're going to do uh, Michigan Mashup we're gonna now. Do. We're going to do. We're going to do Michigan Mashup now. I've been living in the South too long. Um, first thing we need to talk about, which is I know exactly what we don't want to talk about. What's that? Our beloved Michigan Wolverines played Michigan State, our little brother, yesterday. And sorry, all Michigan State fans listening, but that's just what you are. And. Um, I, Jay, I'm just going to let you talk about this because I'm really depressed. Okay. <laughs> I don't really want to talk about it. I did watch most of the game, though, so I can definitely know what you're talking about. Yeah, I watched it. Um, you know, going into that game, I there were some keys that I thought uh, Michigan had to, to do to win that thing. And then, uh, you know, Michigan State, I felt with two of their starters being out, Ward and Lankford. Um You'd think Michigan would have an advantage there, but uh, yeah, Cassius Winston played lights out. I mean, got to give them a lot of credit. He finished the game with 27 points and eight assists. Uh, Really outplayed Simpson for Michigan. Um, Again, though, I I talked to you guys in some other games that Michigan had where they lost, and the hustle just wasn't there. I mean, you got to give Michigan State a ton of credit. They came in and – we're hustling after loose balls. They uh, had a couple steals from the backcourt where Michigan would be coming down the court and someone would come up from behind them and steal it. They just hustled. Uh, and again, Michigan, you know, just didn't didn't have it. Um, Teske played a ton of minutes. He was gassed at the end of the game. I just, there were just a lot of things that, as I was watching it, I was surprised. Um, now really, I think with about 10 minutes left in the second half is when that game turned. We were up by six. Michigan was up by six points. Mm-hmm. Um, they came down, missed a big three-pointer. State went down and scored. Then we turned the ball over. Izzo called a timeout, and then from there on, it went downhill. I think at one point, Big Daddy, we were like three of 17 for shooting in a 
like a six minute stretch. Like that's yeah. just not going to win it. No, obviously. And, and that's, uh, when I was watching it, even the, even the commentator said that in the late in the second half, Michigan was just running out of steam. It was like, they just, they were just tired, you know, and they went at one point, I think it was you know, like six, was it six minutes without a point? Yeah, some of that. Yeah, but it's a normal length. But game. they did that. They did that a couple of times in the second half, where they went like four, five, six minutes without a without a single point. Yeah, that's the problem. And I totally agree. State came out and they just they just played like they wanted it more. And well, they shot fifty percent too from the floor. Michigan shot thirty nine percent. Well, yeah. So that's my problem. question, Jason, is Michigan. Michigan's been so much better at home, and not as good on the road. Yeah. And now you get Michigan State at home. And we lose. I mean, we Michigan kept it close for the most part, pretty much the whole game. I mean, it was, you know, until you know, last five minutes or so, it really was kind of a close game. Oh yeah, no, it was definitely a close game. Um, you know, that, that was their I think twenty-two game win streak. They lost that. Um, but yeah, you're right. They have uh, Nebraska home. That's their last home game. Then at Maryland. Then back at Michigan State. The only good thing about that is we have a week to prepare our last game, or we play Maryland on Saturday. I think Michigan State plays on Tuesday, um, and then they play us on Saturday, which is in prime time, eight p.m. So that place is going to be uh, crazy. Yeah, um, I think my biggest concern with Michigan right now, watching that game and then watching some of the other games that they've lost, um, they just don't have a bench. They don't have anybody coming off the bench. They have six guys, and like kind of like you just said they get gassed they're you know they're in big trouble i mean brooks that dude shouldn't be shooting the ball um they have the young freshman johns who didn't play a ton um really it's livers comes in he had six points that was it that's we had six points off the bench that whole game yeah well that's obviously going to be a huge concern going into the tournament too i mean a big 10 tournament You know, obviously, they're, they're going to go to the, the NCAA tournament regardless if they win the Big Ten tournament or not. Oh, yeah. So oh, yeah. That's, that's not a question. It's just seeding and how are they going to play? I mean, you know, are we going to see the 17-0 and 0 Michigan or are we going to see the now four loss and can't win at home Michigan? Yeah, I mean, I thought about them a little bit today around just – you know, where, where they're at right now. Yeah, they're in third place. They got to win out and hope Purdue loses one. Obviously, they'd get a share of the title if they beat Michigan State. Um, but beginning of the season, I mean, nobody thought they were going to be as good as they are. I would say the same thing about Michigan State. Nobody thought they were going to be where they're sitting. Yeah. Um, so, I don't know, being in Michigan, I feel pretty lucky. We got two really good teams. It's a big rivalry. Um, I heard on the radio today, they're comparing that, you know, second best rivalry in in college basketball next to Duke and North Carolina just yeah. because of the way it's been going over the past, you know, five, six years. Oh, I agree. Absolutely. I mean, past five, so probably even seven years, it's been ever since, well, Beeline's been there, what, 12 years now? Yeah. This is his 12th year, you know, and it, it took him a couple of years to get him going. But I'd say, yeah, at least the last six, eight, ten years, this rivalry has been in basketball because Michigan State's been good since, well, Izzo got there in 95 and, pretty much since he got there they've been they've been good so it is I mean, to answer your question could either one of those teams make a run of the tournament sure um you know state has a little bit more depth at the bench on their bench um that's my biggest concern in the tournament they just michigan just doesn't have you know they just, their guys haven't um 
really developed a ton. The guys that you know are coming off the bench. So right. that's, I think that gonna that's gonna hurt them in the end. How they go seventeen and zero is my question. Did they not have a bench then? Or no, they really didn't. Were the games no. shorter? I mean, what, no. what's going Matthews on? Is, Matthews, Simpson, and Teske have been playing fantastic. Um, those guys play a lot of minutes, and that could be why, you know, they're they're getting tired. You know, it's getting late in the season. Those guys yeah. have played a ton of minutes. Um, I mean, Teske, at the end of that game yesterday, I think he played 32 or 34 minutes. I mean, the dude just couldn't run up the floor anymore. Simpson played all 40. So, so Jay, so they got Nebraska at home on Thursday this week. Yeah. So do you rest a couple of those guys? I mean, not play them as much to so get them ready for, you know, Maryland and Michigan State on the road and the tournament? Or do you just say, you know, it's Nebraska, we don't necessarily need to do that and keep playing? You need playing. to man up and play. That's what well, I say. I say man up and play, but I also don't want in, want them to get to, you know, Maryland and Michigan State and then the Big Ten tournament and be so tired they can't play and they get Well, maybe before, right before the tournament they can go get a massage. <laughs> yeah, I don't I don't see them resting anybody. I mean, Matthews. We'll um, talk about that later. Yeah. He did tweak his ankle a little bit, so maybe they set him. Uh, but Nebraska's no slouch. I mean, they're a pretty good team. Um. So we'll see what happens, but they're just gonna have to turn it on. I mean, they they want to share the Big Ten. They're they're gonna have to win out. Right. Yeah. Well. Yeah. And and I mean, right now, well, they need Purdue to lose. Yeah. I don't know if that'll happen. Yeah. Who, who's Purdue got left to play? Um. Let's see. Nobody that great. They've got. Illinois, Ohio State, at Minnesota, at Northwestern. Well, Ohio State could beat them. Well, they're playing the bottom half of the conference. All four teams, Illinois, Ohio State, uh, Northwestern, and Minnesota are all in the bottom half of the conference. So they should they should, <laughs> they should win out pretty easy, honestly. Hey, Michigan State, they control their destiny. They win out, they win it all. Um We'll see. But. Yeah. It's just such a bummer they lost. I was so disappointed. That really kind of ruined my day yesterday. It did? Yeah. Yeah. Because, you know, yeah. I kind of – I can I can talk a little smack now and then. And uh, it always gets me in trouble when they lose. <laughs> <laughs> Hate that. What lesson have we learned here, Big Daddy? Oh, I'll always talk smack. I don't give a crap. And if I lose, I'll say, hey, you know what? Your team was better, but the ref sucked. By the way, speaking of that, not to make excuses – but there were some non-calls against Michigan State yesterday that I was absolutely surprised about. And you could tell when it was happening because the crowd was going nuts because they knew that there should have either been a foul. There was one where they, Michigan State, the backcourt, went back to the over and back. It, mm -hmm. I mean, there's without a doubt, that ball was past that line, and so was the player, but they didn't call it. I'm blaming the refs. Yes, Just, the refs. Damn it, refs. Michigan State played pretty well. They, so. they probably they probably work for ESPN. Except for those bad ref calls, they play great. They, they probably work for ESPN. <laughs> probably do. Yeah. Or be. the NFL. <laughs> yeah, or the NFL. <laughs> so, so you know, well, onward and upward, they gotta they gotta win and see what happens. It's gonna be exciting. The uh, Michigan Michigan State game on I think that's what March. is that the ninth March ninth yeah week from Saturday yep. yeah that's gonna be an awesome game yeah that that's. Yeah. Unless one of them lose, and then it doesn't probably mean anything. 
Yeah, but hopefully they both win and and Purdue loses, and then and uh, I just don't see Purdue losing. They're gonna have to I don't win either. Out. They're just gonna have to win out. So I don't know. We'll see. I agree. It's gonna be exciting, and I mean we're just a couple weeks away from the Big Ten tournament, and and of mm-hmm. course the selection Sunday. So a lot of fun stuff coming up with Michigan. They just need to win. It just makes. Yeah, just, we gotta make sure we do our brackets too. Oh, we definitely will. As soon as as soon as we have them available, trust me, we'll be we'll be sitting right here in the studio. Well, you'll be in your house, your studio, yeah. and studio. we we'll pick the brackets. Mike can pick based on jersey colors and can pick you know, hairdos. Who's and, got the nicest butt? Yeah, exactly. That's how Mike yeah. can pick. <laughs> and then you guys can pick on some kind of sports analyst crap. I mean, what the hell's that? <laughs> you guys don't know how to do anything. Yeah, whatever. So, well, let's uh, let's move on from the depressing Michigan basketball game, and uh, let's talk a little Red Wings hockey, Jason. Um, yeah. Oh, what? I mean, I not here anymore. Yeah, you are. We should say Jason. We just say, hey guys, let's talk about <laughs> well, Red Wings hockey. Last time we, talk about last this? time we talked about hockey, you fell asleep. So no, I didn't. I fell asleep during fantasy football. No, you fell time. asleep during when we talked about the Preds and Red Wings a couple weeks ago. Well, maybe we can way. rewind the tape, Michael. <laughs> exactly. So anyhow, uh, the NHL trade deadline was today, and, and <gasps> what? There wasn't a whole lot of crazy things happening, but Detroit just traded their leading scorer, Gustav Nyquist, to San Jose. Why would they do that? Um, draft picks. Draft picks. Trying they to build ten draft picks now. Yeah, trying and they're to... not going to make the playoffs. So, and he was actually going to be a free agent at the end of this year. Oh, um, probably a smart move then. So it's probably probably a good move. I mean, he was a good player, but they also brought up uh, uh, what's the guy from the AHL from the Griffins? I was just at that game actually on Friday night. Um, is that how you hurt your back? You were out on the ice. <laughs> Yeah, that's that's who it was. <laughs> just throw a uniform on Jay. <laughs> I think it's Zadina. They just brought him up from the AHL. Uh, I I don't remember seeing him play Friday night. He probably did. I really wasn't paying attention to be honest. Yeah. Uh, they won in a shootout. It's very exciting. <laughs> I did I did see that part. Yeah. Well, the Red Wings obviously are building for the future and and i mean i i heard the other day that they were not only looking to trade nyquist but they were looking to trade jimmy howard also yeah who i honestly think they should have traded like four years ago um i've never i've never liked jimmy howard sorry jimmy if you're listening but you were just you're just never going to win a championship for detroit i mean obviously detroit's got you know they need a lot more talent but you know jimmy's just not the just not the goaltender i've never liked him and because when they did make the playoffs, he just kind of fell apart, you know, and it was disappointing. So I was kind of hoping he would have gotten traded, too, and I could have gotten either more draft picks or maybe a little bit different or better goaltender, but it didn't happen. So um, yeah. they, they have a lot of rebuilding to do. Hopefully they can get back to where they used to be. I think they will. I think, I mean, like I said a couple of weeks ago, I'll be honest, I think they need to get rid of uh, Blashill. Yeah, please be honest, Paul. I'm going to be honest, Michael. Okay, I'm being as honest as I can. I was hoping you'd be honest today. Yeah, I am being honest. Um, but I, I really think, you know, they need to go after a different coach that knows how to win. He has well, won a Daddy, cup. You're probably not going to like this thing because I'm reading an article right now God. online that says, Red Wings, Red Wings, Ken Holland praises Jeff Bashel. Extension seems likely. Oh, Jesus. Oh, there you go. 
All right. So my the next ma- question, the then, magic Jason. Of Jason. My next question. He is our stats guru. Yeah. Uh, my Come next. My next question then is, when is it time for Ken Holland to go? I mean, he's done a lot for the Red Wings, but he's been there now what twenty seven, twenty eight years. Because mm-hmm. I think it was ninety one or ninety two that he took over. And don't get me wrong, we won four Stanley Cups, and he was great. But um, I heard rumors at the beginning of this season that uh, Steve Eiserman <clears throat> left Tampa Bay so that he could come to Detroit. And, really? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I mean, Tampa Bay That's is as good as they wants. are because of Eiserman. Well, maybe and, Ken Holland will get caught in a massage parlor. <laughs> That's possible. That's possible. That is that's possible, but they got those up know. in Detroit. I think they got those up there somewhere, right? Oh, they do. Yeah. Oh, so yeah. Um, the only the only other trade I want to talk about, and that's only because we live in Nashville. I love that that music comes up during our segments every time. That's awesome. I know, man. Don't know Nashville. what it's there for, but it's, it's awesome. It's there. So, uh, <clears throat> so the only other trade I want to talk about is because we live in Nashville, and I'm not making it the Nashville mashup, Michael, but the Predators, um, you know, they made a they made a trade a couple of weeks ago to get a guy named Brian Boyle from New Jersey, who I've never really liked because he's one of those antagonizing, I think sometimes dirty player. But now he's on Nashville, I like him. <laughs> Went to a game a couple of weeks ago and he's yeah. kicking some ass. Um, but uh, <clears throat> they today um, they got Wayne Simmons from Philadelphia. Who is a is a pretty good player, and they got Mikhail Granlund from uh, New Jer- or from Las Vegas. So the Preds are obviously making a playoff run because Detroit is just not good enough. They're almost they're second from last in their division, um, and I think picking up uh, Simmons is going to be like Boyle is going to be a, a pretty good um, acquisition for them. So we are. Uh, over halfway through the hockey season, and you know, it's just so depressing for me that Detroit doesn't make the playoffs anymore. You know, it was just yeah. so so much fun with them twenty five years in a row making the playoffs, and I could actually say they're the greatest hockey franchise ever. And now, I say it, but people don't take me as serious. <laughs> it's still hockey town. Oh, it's still hockey town. Although some people a few years ago wanted to change Chicago to hockey town, and then. I go to the games here, and no offense to our people that live around us, but some of them are not knocky, not hockey knowledgeable. They're not knocky knowledgeable. They're not knocky knowledgeable either. They're not knocky knowledgeable. They want to call Nashville hockey town. No, they do not. Oh no, I'm not kidding. There are some That's fans impossible. that want to say hockey that. Town, Music City. Well, when you get done winning 11 Stanley Cups, then you can call yourself yeah, hockey you town. You can think about it. <laughs> Sorry to all my Preds fans that are listening. I do love the Preds, but they're not hockey Win, win something. No, that's not happening. Yeah, no, definitely not happening. So, well, we'll see if the 10 draft picks the Red Wings get are going to help them at all. I still think they need a new coach and a new goaltender. Mm-mm. I'm going to call Ken Holland tomorrow. Oh, Lord. Ken, if you're listening, I'm calling you. I got your number. Go find him. Yeah. Anyways. Somewhere. All right. Well, let's, uh, let's move on to our next segment, Michael. What's it going to be? What's it going to be? Michael. It's lost and found. Lost and found. Oh, yeah. Lost and found. Come on. Oh, baby. 
That is sexy. <laughs> that is sexy. You know it is. I got to tell you. All right. It's what? like some 70s porn music. Makes your show better. It does, man. It always does. <laughs> got okay. all the got all the hippies listening to us now. I think Robert Kraft probably listens to that. Uh, I know he does. He has to. Oh, yeah. So, uh, guys. Michael. Back in when we were young, little daddy. Mm-hmm. Jason wasn't even born yet. We would go, we would move to the those Deer Creek apartments. And then Andy and Dave and me and you mm-hmm. and all the neighborhood little boys would go into that big courtyard and play what? Smear the Queer. Smear the Queer. And I was always Tony Dorsett. Mm. I was going to say, I thought you were always the. Uh... No, I was Tony Dorsett. <laughs> uh, watch what you're saying uh, there. I was always. Big Daddy. I watch was how always... you say that. And Smear the Queer <laughs> isn't meant to be derogatory. I don't want anybody to get offended by that because everybody yells at me for saying things on this damn podcast. <laughs> Uh, it basically was just the name of of the, you know. And, the game. And, and it was queer a game like isn't necessarily a name of what you're thinking. It can also, it also has a different definition, you know. I don't know what it is offhand. <laughs> <laughs> so we would basically get the ball, and we would try to tackle the person who had the ball mm-hmm. and smear him's face in the ground. I was so, always Larry Zonka. And Andy, our older brother, he uh, pretty much smeared my face in the ground every time. <laughs> then I got the ball from him, and he couldn't catch me. Then I finally stopped. I finally stopped because I got tired, and he came up and he punched me in the face and chipped my bottom teeth. <laughs> I was like, "We, well, I am running into mom." She's like, yeah, yeah, yeah. He uh, chipped my tooth, and it's that way all the time until my teeth got knocked out by a piece of wood from my table saw. Anyways, I digress. Here we go. <laughs> Tony Dorsett. Tony Dorsett. What is that guy <sighs> doing now? I mean, what did he do? Was he even good back then? Uh, I mean, he was very good. I would yes. think he would be. He's in he the was Hall very fan. good. Yes. Who did he even play for? Oh, Jason, let me tell you who he played for. <laughs> tell us all about it, Michael. Well, he was obviously Dallas Cowboys. That's who drafted him. And then he went to Denver Broncos. And that was it, I think, right? Yeah. Shit, he won the Heisman Trophy. We got this one. Oh, that's great. Okay. And, uh, yeah, that's, all. that's what he's doing this. What do you think about that? <laughs> My segments are getting better and better, right, Jay? This segment is blowing us away, okay. seriously. Let me tell you, the whole point of the segment is not to say, everybody knows what Tony Dorsett is. It's nice to know some of his stats. And, you know, he's in the Hall of Fame. And he was college football Hall of Fame. And, you know, blah, blah, blah. He was NFL Offensive Rookie of the Year. You know, blah, blah, blah. Oh, actually, he was, he uh, Seattle drafted him. Oh, look at that. Wait, second all over selection from Seattle. Huh. I'm not reading this. I'm just remembering it as I go because I'm not reading. Yeah, he won a, He had a won a Super Bowl with uh, Dallas, right? He won the Super Bowl with yes. Dallas. Yes. Yeah. Yep. Um, Mike, just in case you didn't know this, um, as a high school sophomore, yeah, in 1970, yeah, Dorsett started at cornerback because his coaches did not believe the 147 pound Dorsett was big enough to play running back. Really? The position he played in junior high. See, this is why I have you guys on this segment in, with me. In 1971. Normally I would just do this on my own, but now it's kind of good you're on it with me. So, in 1971, a competition between Dorsett and sophomore Michael Kimbrough for the starting running back position ended after Dorsett took a screen pass 75 yards for a touchdown during the season opener. Wow. He ended up being All-State that year. Rushed for 1,034 yards and 19 touchdowns. Wow, that's interesting. Oops. <laughs> 
it's not very interesting. <laughs> well, then he went. Then he went to the University of Pittsburgh. <clears throat> I have to hold on before you keep going. I have to say mm-hmm. that last week, just in case podcast listeners are wondering, all these people that listen to us mm-hmm. want to know why I laughed when I said that's interesting. Then I said that's not so interesting. It's because <laughs> last week Jason would listen to the show and he was like, "We said interesting way too much." Like then, then so now I'm saying interesting well, again because I don't think that's well, very interesting. I'm going to stop saying interesting. It is very interesting. It's very interesting. Go ahead, Paul. Finish your. No, thing. no, no. Go. This is your segment. Man. No, no. I'm, I'm trying to help you, you out. Because I have some completely different things to say about Tony Dorsett. Okay. Well, I'm just throwing out career stats, yeah. college and. Yeah, pro. I just want to hear. Yeah. I want to hear what he did because yeah. I don't at, think he was that good. I mean, even though I wanted to be him when I was a kid. Well, and at the university at the University of Pittsburgh, uh, Dorsett became the first freshman in 29 years to be named All American. Uh, he finished second in the nation with 1,586 rushing yards in 11 games and led the Pittsburgh Panthers to their first winning season in 10 years. He was Pittsburgh's first All-American since 1963, and his 1,586 rushing yards at the time was the most ever recorded by a freshman, breaking the record set by New Mexico State's Ron James. Ron Poe James. Ron Poe James. He then... Won the Heisman in 1976. That's interesting stuff. But you know what he's doing now? Let me tell you. Dorset has four children. Did you know that? Anthony from a previous relationship. Jasmine, Madison, and Mia with his current wife, Janet. And his son, Anthony, also played football at the University of Pittsburgh and played defensive back in the NFL from 1996-2003. He made a Super Bowl appearance with the Tennessee Titans. He was in the Super Bowl. I, I remember him on that team. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> um, and so Dorsett, what he does now in his life, like this is the interesting part, right? Mm-hmm. He hosted Tony Dorsett Celebrity Golf Classic for McGuire Memorial. This event has raised nearly $5 million in support for uh, McGuire Memorial's mission, whatever that is. It's probably important. <laughs> Dorsett, has, <laughs> Dorsett has helped improve the health of current and former professional athletes through promoting awareness of sleep apnea. Across the United States, he has teamed up with prize-winning orthodontic technician Dave Gurgen and the Pro Player Health Alliance to hold free public awareness in the events in local communities all over the nation. And he also also helped get over 150 former players successfully treated for sleep apnea. What's up with that? I could probably should probably go there. I think I have sleep apnea. <laughs> I stop breathing <laughs> when I'm sleeping. So well, here's one thing that you guys probably didn't know is he was diagnosed in 2013 with CTE. Hmm. Starting getting some memory loss going, and he's, um, you know, I guess I mean sorry he's doing still doing fine, but uh, but here's another thing I've got this uh, top ten things that you never knew about Tony Dorsett. Hmm. Number one. Jay, are you still awake? You with us? Jay? Yeah, I'm here, man. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Okay. Thank God. Thank God. I thought you fell All asleep right. over there. thought I heard some snoring. Number one, yeah. too small to pay run, play running back? Oh, wait. You just said that one. How'd you know that one? I'm Big Daddy. All right. Number two, tough on the Irish. As a junior at Pittsburgh, Dorsett rushed for 303 yards against Notre Dame to break his own single sing, school single game rushing record. Do you he want had, to say that again? A single school game. <laughs> he had 290 yards against Notre Dame as a senior. So every time he played Notre Dame, he kicked the crap out of him. And he led the nation with 2,150 yards. Herschel Walker trade the prequel. The Cowboys deal that the Cowboys deal that sent Herschel Walker to Minnesota Vikings is remembered as one of Dallas's best trades ever. 
but the deal that allowed the Cowboys to move up the number two spot in the first round in 1977 draft to select Dorsett is another. I don't even care about that. 99-yard run. These are... Um, so the I Apple assume he's in the Pro Bowl or the uh, uh, Hall of Fame, right? Yeah, he got in the Hall of Fame. 94, he was 94, inducted. Yeah. yeah, I figured. Anyways, those are interesting stuff. Um, yeah, oh, this, he's feuding with Landry. So despite his success, Dorsett still contends Tom Landry's reluctance to provide more than his average of 17.5 carries per game prevented him from more career rushing yards than Walter Payton's 16,726. The NFL's all-time rushing mark before it was surpassed by Emmitt Smith. Boring. The topic was a frequent point of contention between Dorsett and Landry. Oh, they must have hated each other. Can you imagine those conversations? So, Michael. No, play, they want to play more. So, uh, I got some bills running now. I want to play more. So, Michael, yeah. um, you said that he was actually drafted by Seattle? That's what it said in uh, ESPN's thing. Yeah. Um, he... In, <laughs> <laughs> of course it did. Yeah. He actually informed the expansion expansion Seattle Seahawks that he did not want to play for them, and Dallas uh, drafted him. Oh, that's what I that's what I thought happened. Dallas selected him with the second overall pick. See, this is interesting stuff that you're spewing out. Uh oh, I said it again. Interesting. Yeah. Um. But my question to you, Michael, is yeah, he didn't play his whole career for Dallas. Who did he finish his career with? Uh, he finished his career with the uh, Denver Broncos. Jay. Yeah. Oh, sorry, Oak Jay. Oakland Raiders. Yeah. Broncos. Yes, yeah, Broncos. Lions. <laughs> I said that in the beginning. <laughs> sorry, was, right. that was so long ago. Well, guys, this is uh, <laughs> my segment is getting better and better every week. So it is, actually. Pooey on you guys. Why don't you come up with something better than that? Come on. Loved it. And found. Hey, it's a great segment. It's Without a the, doubt. It's one of the best ever. Um, I've noticed you like NFL running back, so that's two in a row. Um, I don't, yeah, you know. Um, but that's okay. I mean, they're two great running backs. I, I'm going to be honest with you guys on this one. I kind of pulled that pulled that one out of my ass at the very last minute when you recommended him to me. It'd be cool, too. If Actually, it came out of like, your ass. It'd be cool I, if I you had that. someone like, you know, when I was alive. Like, <laughs> that's okay. Like, uh, that wasn't that long ago. <laughs> I know. Every, every week it's, oh, we're going to talk about Billy Sims. Jay, you weren't alive yet. <laughs> Shoot. All right, We're going to talk about Tony Rosette. Jay, you weren't alive yet. Jay, the goal next week is to come up with somebody that you will actually remember. <clears throat> okay. I that mean, I you have watched. remember Billy Sims, but yeah, well, Tony Dorsett I never saw play. I admit. Well, you just got to well, look on ESPN highlights. You can see him all you want. Come on now. Yeah. All right. Okay. All right. Well, Mike, that was an awesome segment. <laughs> Thank you, man. We appreciate that. Jay, I'm glad you're all still right. awake. Yeah, I'm here. Jason's still um, here. It's going to get better, guys, I promise, because i got some amazing things coming up for future segments. I'm, I'm, I can't contain my excitement right I now. I know. I, can't, I don't even I know really what I'm going to do yet, but it's going to be amazing. <laughs> yeah, can't wait. It's going right. to be awesome. There all the listeners are on the edge of their seats. Oh, they are. Every one of them. What? 13. Well, thank you. All 13. <laughs> <laughs> all, right. all right. Well, I'll tell you what. Let's move on to our next segment, Michael. What would that be? Hanging with the brothers. <laughs> oh, Michael. 
Paul, you got to come up with something. No, else to I say. don't, man. It's my, it's my, it's my, Michael. it's my niche. It's my trademark. That's gonna it's, be your little like hook line. That's, the Big Daddy Sportsman, Alrighty Michael. No, I don't know if we'll go that far, <laughs> but uh, you know, at the end of that last segment, you were you still sounded super excited about you know Tony Dorsett and your segment and everything. But I, I don't know if what we're about to talk about is gonna make you sad, depressed. Upset. Nah, I, I know what you're gonna say. Might make you happy. Might make you want to go get a, a massage. I don't know. Making, I definitely want to get a massage. But <laughs> it's I've been making little massage comments all through the show, kind of building up to this big, mm-hmm. you know, explosion of you know, well. <laughs> news in the news. The funny thing yeah. is, is uh, the guy, my guys were working on a job site, and they texted me and said, "Hey, did you hear Robert Kraft got busted for prostitution ring or something?" And I said, yeah, very funny, nice try, because they're always trying to, you mm-hmm. know, and of course they were right. Yeah. So, yeah, we're going to talk about your buddy, your pal, one of your oh, best friends. Why is it, dude, when you got, I'm going to punch you across the table. <laughs> um, it's going down. Jason, you can see us, right? Watch, yeah, it, watch it happen. Yeah. Watch it happen. Um, so, obviously, big news in the NFL this week is Robert Kraft not being arrested. He was never arrested, but he was charged with two misdemeanors. Um, for soliciting prostitutes as at an Asian day spa mm-hmm. in West Palm Beach, Florida. Or Palm Beach, I'm sorry. Right. Um, <clears throat> says that uh, Kraft um, arrived at the Orchids of Asia day spa. Mm-hmm. In Been a there show- many times. In a chauffeur. I'm sure <laughs> you have. Kidding, you are buddies with him. I would never. What you? I don't even know Just him. Just kidding. Jesus. But anyways, he pulled up in his 2015 Bentley. And this was actually what? This was actually the morning of the AFC. You want to be anonymous? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so this was the morning. This has got to be like a movie. I mean, this, this is something. That it is. It's kind of actually kind of funny. Or definitely a Saturday Night Live skit. Because yeah. Because who the hell is going to pull up to an Asian of Orchard's spa in a Bentley? It's in a strip mall. With a show. Like, come on. It's in a strip mall. <laughs> Probably. <Yeah>. It was. <laughs> was it? Yeah. It's awesome. Yeah. So, anyways, he pulls up in his Bentley at 11 a.m. on January 20th. Jason, what day was Jan? What games were played January 20th? AFC Championship game. Exactly in Kansas, Kansas City. City. Correct. Okay. And that yeah. game started at well, like. He was in Florida though. What's he doing in Florida? That game started at 6:40 in the afternoon, 6:40 p.m. Right. And at 11 a.m., he was at the Orchids of Asia Day Spa in Florida. In Florida. And he was gone by 11:15. <laughs> well. I- what does that mean? That's not a very so, good massage. So, so um, I mean, take this says an hour for my masseuse to get all, all my kinks out. This is what this is what it says. Okay, the 77 year old craft, <laughs> poor Robert, uh, who was seen soliciting prostitution on video surveillance just 17 hours earlier on January 19th, was officially charged with two misdemeanor counts of first degree solicitation. Um, a court date has been set for April 24th. Um, if convicted, uh, Kraft could face one year in jail, a $5,000 fine, a hundred hours of community service and attendance in a human trafficking dangerous class. I don't think he was actually trafficking the women. That's somebody else that actually traffics in there. No, that's why they were, that's why they were scoping this place out because they thought that's what the, they thought the massage place was hiring these Asian girls to, you know, sex traffic. And so they're. It was a sting operation. I mean, there were 200 guys that got busted in this thing. Wow. Yeah. So. Yeah, yeah, and I mean, it says that the authorities investigated the parlors for months, uh, gathering enough evidence through observation interviews with men's 
stop. It's what you call wrong place at the wrong time. Well, well, it's the wrong place at the wrong time, or just, dude, you got six billion, six billion dollars. Why you gotta go to Orchids of Asia Day Spa? (laughs) (laughs) That is the craziest thing. I mean, it is. It the the whole story. I mean, honestly, Mike, when I when I heard it, also, I kind of I just laughed. I said, "There's no way." Kraft is. Why would he do that? I said Kraft was 85. Sorry. Sorry, Robert, if you're listening, yeah, I apologize. You're, you're probably busy right now, but <laughs> no, he's only 77. But still, my thought was 77 years old at an Asian day at an Asian spa. Yeah, I mean, you get I it up know. still. He must still be able to get it up. I don't know. I don't know. That's a, am I but, allowed to say that? Get it up. But uh, <laughs> yeah, it's a uh, it's not really a funny story if you're Robert Kraft. No, it's horrible. Um, because he could be facing a suspension from the NFL. Um, really. Oh yeah, when uh, Indianapolis's owner, um, oh yeah, yeah, Ursay, yeah, Ursay, uh, he got he got a few years ago with was it was was it what was it Jay alcohol? Yeah, it was drunk driving DUI or something. Yeah, that's DUI. what it was. Yeah, and the NFL suspended him four games. Yeah, I remember. So, so they're going to suspend the owner four games, so he can just have, he has to watch it on TV then. Did you guys? Have, I don't think you follow. Uh, Wait, what, what is suspending no. Robert Kraft going to do? Well, he can't go up in the. He, he, can't, he can't go up in his box and watch the game. He can't have any contact with his team. But he doesn't need to have contact with his team. <laughs> he can Bill, spend more Bill time Brett, down at. Bill Belichick does, does all that. He can spend more time down at the Asian parlor. Exactly. <laughs> I can't believe that he did that, though. I mean, that is crazy. That is really, honestly, that is so crazy. crazy. Have you heard? Have there any have the players said anything? I haven't heard anything. I did see. Uh, Everybody's keeping Tom quiet. Brady on Instagram, and I guess Giselle, his wife, won some award or something, and he was there. And on his Instagram page, I don't know if this was a shot at. I don't know. I I took it as a a shot at a craft, but Brady on his Instagram page kind of put a tagline of. Um, I'll stand. I stand by my woman, or something like that. <laughs> so. Oh man, he wouldn't do that. Oh, like, craft, I don't think. Yeah, I don't know. It was just that's funny timing that you know that came out, and then he made a, that comment. So, um, <clears throat> yeah, I, honestly, I think majority of people are just getting uh are just getting a, just having fun with this whole thing because. Yeah, I mean, two misdemeanors. I mean, it's like getting a traffic citation. Nothing's going to really happen to him. No. And <clears throat> he's not going to spend a year in jail, I can tell you that. Hopefully, your buddy Bob has learned a lesson. Who, buddy? And... My bu- Again, Paul, you keep doing that. <laughs> Dude, anytime we talk, come on, Jason. Anytime we talk about the Patriots, they're his team. They're his buds. They're his pals. They're all of our team. We all love the Patriots. They're his boys. <clears throat> I don't love the Patriots, I love Tom Brady. Yeah, There's well, a difference. I love... When Brady retires, I won't even care about the Patriots, just like I did prior to Brady getting there. Just saying. That's me. Can't help it. We'll talk about this later. Yeah. So, all right. Well, I'm sorry, Robert, that you got busted, but it is kind of a funny thing. A little really bit funny story, it. but, you know, okay. It's not that big a deal. All right. Next, let's move on. <laughs> let's move on. Everybody leave him alone. <laughs> All right, we'll leave we'll leave him alone. Is there anything else to talk about so, hanging with the brothers? Are we all actually hanging so, here talking about this? Let's yeah. So about. what we're going to talk about next? Yeah. What? And we did have all this planned out, if you remember. I don't remember anything. Um. So, Jay, did you uh, watch? And I, I didn't really see any of the game, but the Duke North Carolina game last week. Um. That. Yeah, I watched the first thirty six seconds. 
<laughs> why why did you only watch 36 seconds because that's when zion williamson's foot came through his shoe that's right and he went down and oh, he has he a down. yeah sprained knee yeah so that um, this thing's really really funny i think i mean not that he hurt himself obviously that's not cool and luckily he didn't blow his knee out or you know yeah his acl or anything but the conspiracy things that came out after this were hilarious like north carolina went into the locker room and took stitching out of the shoe <laughs> and they're starting to call it you know shoe gate or whatever yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh funny oh that's hilarious now he- nike wants the shoe to inspect it and all this stuff and you know when he gets out of college, he's going to have a massive Nike deal. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, whatever shoe company he goes to. The thing is, I mean, I guess it was a newer shoe. He was trying something out. But um, I saw an interview with an NBA player, and they were talking about LeBron James. And his shoes are custom for him of his side. I mean, the dude's just a massive human. And so is Zion Williams. And that guy's, what, 6'8", 280-some pounds. Like, I don't know if a regular basketball shoe is going to you know, support that dude. Right. That's true. What I feel really bad about, because, you know, I wasn't, I wasn't. buying shoes for Foot Locker. I wasn't. Go ahead. Yeah. I wasn't. Uh, I, wasn't I wasn't sad that. Hey, <laughs> hey, they got the buy one, get one deal. They do. <laughs> they yeah. do. You can yeah. buy the left shoe and get the right one yeah. for free. So the, the, the thing, I mean, they lost to North Carolina 88-72. They got hammered. And that doesn't really make me sad because I don't like Duke. Yeah, Sorry, know. all the Duke fans that are freaking listening. hate them. What I feel bad for the is the people that actually paid. This is crazy. Day of the game. Did you guys hear this? Day of the yeah. game. Tickets were going for twenty five hundred dollars to that game. No, Paul, come on. No, no, I'm not kidding. I don't even they, want to they, hear they that. Were, they were, they, they were saying that Prove they it. were saying that tickets for that game, Duke North Carolina, in the middle of the week, was higher than Super Bowl tickets. And they all came to watch him play. And they all came to watch Zion play. And 36 seconds later. <laughs> so, again, even President Obama. Dude, Obama kidding? was even there. Yeah. Okay, are you kidding me about this whole 20 No, I'm not kidding at all, Michael. Not for a college basketball game. For a college basketball game, Duke, North Carolina, which is what people will, say the, people will say is the uh, biggest college basketball rivalry. Um, but... Uh, yeah, it was it was just over twenty five hundred a ticket. So well, those were probably courtside seats what, and right next right. to Zion on the bench. What is the biggest college basketball rivalry? That one. I probably Duke North Carolina. That's the biggest sure. one out of yeah, all. Yeah. all yeah. Other oh, yeah. than any other one. Um. I mean, I I would say I mean anybody. I mean Kentucky. Why don't you somebody K- look K- it up. Kentucky, yeah. I'll Kentucky has some. But I mean, you know, Kentucky Tennessee is a big rivalry. Um. You know, Kentucky Duke's a big rivalry, but I don't think it comes anywhere close to Duke North Carolina. Well, we'll yeah, find out. it's like in college football, Michigan Ohio State's biggest rivalry. I don't care what anybody says. In basketball, it's it's definitely Duke North Carolina. All right, so here are the five craziest in college basketball history biggest rivalries, the most heated rivalries: Duke North Carolina number one, mm-hmm. Louisville Kentucky number two, yeah, Indiana Louisville, Purdue is number three. In-state rivalry. Indiana and Purdue in-state rivalry. Yeah, because Indiana used to be the Hoosiers. They made a movie about that, so they used to be good. And Georgetown, Villanova is four. Kansas, Kansas State is number five. I think you could get rid of Kansas, Kansas State. <clears throat> you said Georgetown, Villanova? That was number four. But that get was rid just... of either one of those and put Michigan, Michigan State in there. 
in, in basketball? In basketball, yeah. Oh, yeah. Absolutely. I mean, Duke, North Carolina for sure. Louisville, Kentucky, yeah, I'll definitely say that. Indiana, Purdue, only because it's an in-state rivalry and they've been playing each other for about 147 years. Um, and then then I would put Michigan, Michigan State right after that. Yeah, I'll probably put Michigan, Michigan, Michigan State, Michigan State aren't on that list is because no one's ever going to think Michigan is a basketball school. They're always going to be a football school. Right. No matter how good they are in basketball, it doesn't matter. That's why that's probably not on that list, but – They've had some phenomenal games over the past, right. you know, like I said earlier, five to six years. Yeah. Yeah. Bleacher Report has Duke and North Carolina number one, Louisville, Kentucky number two, Kansas, Kansas State number three, UCLA and Arizona number four. Who's that? And then you got Georgetown and Villanova number five. Yeah. Indiana, Purdue six, Kentucky, Florida, Syracuse, Georgia, Michigan, Ohio State number nine in basketball. Hmm. Interesting. That's interesting. Very interesting. Not really. No, Michigan, not Michigan really. State is <laughs> Michigan, Michigan State is number eleven on that one. Hmm. I disagree, but hey, that's okay. I fully concur. Well, no, I don't. Whatever concur. it is, it doesn't matter. Duke lost. So anyway, yeah. Either way, I mean, Zion Williamson. The, the big thing that came out of that too, Big Daddy, was um, was he going to shut it down? Was he going to play the rest of the year? Right. What do you guys, what do you guys think about that? Do you think he should shut it down or and just wait to get drafted number one and make his millions or should he, cause obviously he went to Duke to probably win a national championship as my. Yeah. Um, which Bosa brothers, the Joey or Nick, uh, Nick, Nick is the one that Nick, Joey plays that. for San Diego. Right. Nick, yeah. Nick, Nick Bosa did the same thing for Ohio state. He got yeah. hurt in like game two or three and he yeah, shut he it down for the rest of the season yeah, and he's yeah. still predicted to be top three draft pick. So, yeah. um, I think, is, uh, yeah. how important is the college game to these guys? So if I if it were me and I was that kid, I want to have that national championship, you know, well, ring. You know what I mean? You know what I mean? <laughs> <laughs> Nobody can hear that. So, anyways, um, I'll say this. I'll say this. If if I was Zion and and my knee was hurting bad enough to where if I tried to come back too soon or came back and played, whether I win a national championship or not. If I got a chance to go make millions and millions and millions in the NBA, I would personally shut it down. But I'm not Zion. He has nothing to prove. I mean, he has right. nothing to prove. I mean, the NBA players are already telling, like, that they were him. They wouldn't play anymore. Oh, absolutely. I mean, they're already talking that he'll go to the Knicks, and Durant's gonna, Kevin Durant's going to go there. Kyrie Irving's going to go there. And LeBron. LeBron. You know, I mean, Larry Bird. They're all Larry going Bird, there. Yeah. All of them. <laughs> I'm like, <laughs> and the only crap, reason we one hell of a team. <laughs> <laughs> the only reason they are, Ewing, is, Ewing's coming back. Ewing's coming back. Yeah, that'd be awesome. John Starks. Um, Will Chamberlain's coming. It's back. all because Zion's going to probably go to Knicks. So it really doesn't matter. I agree. It doesn't not matter whether he plays any more the rest of the season. He's already the number one pick next year, no matter what happens. Okay. Period. Gotcha. So. Um, all right. Well, Jay, let's uh, let's move on because I'm I don't like Duke and uh, I don't either. Sorry, you got hurt, Zion. If you're listening, like, hope you get like, better soon. I don't even like tennis shoes. Go but um, let's quickly, Jay, talk a little bit about uh, <laughs> Le'Veon Bell and Antonio Brown. Yeah, you guys talk about that because nobody invites me to talk about anything. So <laughs> yeah, but... we talked about these guys a few weeks ago because um, <clears throat> there's a lot going on with those two guys and the drama they make. You know, I think Mike, you brought it up. 
who was the oh JJ Watt's brother who plays for Pittsburgh, yeah. right? You said you mm-hmm. saw an article on I did, just yeah. the turmoil and everything in that locker room. And yeah. Um, so Antonio Brown met with the owners, I think it was last week, Big Daddy, and basically decided, yep, he's done. They're going to trade him. Pittsburgh's basically going to make the deal, whoever that, you know, whatever works best for them. They want a first round draft pick, which I think, I mean, he's probably worth that, but, you know, who's going to, I don't know who's going to deal that. Right. And Antonio Brown's been all over social media saying all kinds of things. Yeah. And some teams I've heard are shying away from him because of that. Oh, he's yeah. such a dramatic, oh, yeah. yeah, he's going to be a problem. You know, um, and they're not going to give him the Patriots, so he made that very, very clear. Just some of the things that guy says, I'm like, really? <laughs> like, he's kind of an idiot. He's like the Donald Trump of football. <laughs> Did I just go there? Political? Sure. I just made it political, didn't I? Anyways, Holy well, crap. I'm just saying Trump sometimes says some stupid stuff on social media, and this is what Antonio Brown's doing. You know? I mean, he'll get he'll go somewhere. Obviously, <clears throat> somebody's gonna, gonna need him. Some teams need him. Well, I mean, Cleveland Browns yeah. will probably try to get him because they they get everybody that's bad. So. And and honestly, I don't if know they, if they have any picks left. Well, I don't know if they've got any picks left. I know they got enough in their cap space left, um, but I don't know if they've got enough picks that they could do that. And I wouldn't be surprised if they figured out a way to try to go after him. I mean, honestly, right now the way Cleveland's going, I'm gonna pick him to win the division next year that's how far i'm going michael oh yeah way early prediction um and i agree i also saw today big day sorry no you're fine um the ravens just got rid of uh michael crabtree today yeah they're down to they're down to one their one starting receiver willie sneed (laughs) so maybe that's where he goes i don't know i don't know if Although I hey. think they said that uh, in division they weren't, they're were trying to trade the NFL NFC team. They don't want so to trade him to. Division. No, they want to definitely trade him to an NFC team yeah. for sure. He's not going to go to Baltimore. There's no way. And Willie Sneed was probably one of Jen's favorite players in fantasy football, so she'll be happy he's still there. He must have a nice, yeah, a nice. <laughs> he must yeah, have and, a nice that's, and that's yeah. why she placed what last. Okay. <laughs> um, well, Le'Veon Bell. Um, they're saying that there's four or five teams that are already looking and want to make him an offer. Um, Green Bay, Houston, Philly's looking at him. Yeah, he's um, gonna make some money. The Jets. Well, I mean, here's the crazy thing. I'm looking at at some of these offers that these teams are probably gonna make to him, and his average per year for just about every offer is 15 million a year, mm-hmm. and that's what the P- Pittsburgh was gonna pay him. I know. That's what I'm saying. He's, he's such a, yeah, so, I think it's the guarantee money though. I think there well, are a couple of those. Or I think Houston was offering like thirty million guaranteed. Or well, something. Packers are offering forty nine million guaranteed. Um, Houston is fifty million guaranteed. Um, thirty million guaranteed at signing. Full guarantee at signing is thirty million. Total guarantee is fifty. So I mean, he's you know I mean it'll be interesting to see where both of those guys go, and it'd be really crazy to see them both end up on the same team. Wouldn't that be funny? Yeah. That would be, that would be so funny, Paul. That'd be insanely funny, Michael. When I look at those teams, I mean, I think the best situation for him is probably Houston. Yeah. Um, young quarterback. They had great defense. It's Texas. You know, it's not Green Bay. Right. Where he has to play in the cold. They have no state tax. So he's going to, you know, make right. money there. Yeah. Right. So it, it's a pretty good situation for him if he goes to the Texans. Um, the rest of those teams. <laughs> Yeah, I could probably help them, but I mean, the Texans were in the playoffs last year. If they had Bell, oh yeah, that'd be my original prediction would have came true, Michael. Yeah, see. Oh God, dang it, Le'Veon. Good luck. Anyways, good luck. So we'll see what happens with those two guys. I mean, 
you know, I think they're both divas, obviously. Oh, they definitely are. Absolutely. Um, I mean, the funny thing is, is Antonio Brown went to Central Michigan and Le'Veon Bell went to Michigan State. Yeah. Antonio Brown went to Central Michigan. I did not Mm -hmm. know that. Yeah. Very interesting. The one or two years there. Yeah. (laughs) The one or two years where they were actually really good. They have. They had the quarterback Dan Lefevre. Oh had... yeah, I remember that. He was on yeah. that. Team. Antonio oh, Brown. he was on that team. Okay. Yeah. So, yeah. well, it will be interesting to see where these guys go for sure. <laughs> I can't help but say that. Uh, um, I haven't said it once. But let's uh, let's uh, we've been talking for a while, so yeah, it's getting late. It's okay. Let's let's get this wrapped up and move on to Big Daddy's final take. Sounds great. Alrighty then. I try to change that up a little bit. Try to change that up a little bit, Michael. Thanks, man. Yeah, no problem. I was waiting for already, Michael. Yeah. Well, this is what I'm going to talk about on my final take today, and it's it's kind of ironic that we were just talking about players like Le'Veon Bell and, and Antonio Brown who are going to get a ridiculous amount of money when they do sign with someone. Um, so I was watching uh, TV the other day, and I saw that Manny Machado. Manny Machado. Manny Machado. Who, just, what NFL team does he play for? He plays baseball. Oh, oops. And he just signed with the San Diego <laughs> Padres for a 10-year, $300 million contract. So over 10 years, that's... $30 million a year. That's a lot of freaking money. It is. And as a sports fan, and a sports fan who doesn't make $30 million a year, um, it is <laughs> it is really uh, kind of gets irritating to me that... These players, and, and Bryce Harper's another superstar out there that's a free agent that's looking to sign, and surprisingly nobody has signed him yet. But he wants more than 10-year, $300 million. He wants $35 million a year, $37 million a year. And it's just absolutely ridiculous that these guys, and it's happening in every sport. I mean, you look at football, and, I mean, you know, you got quarterbacks making $30 million a year. And as a sports fan, it really it, – it does really irritate me that – I can't afford to go to a game. Most of the games I go to, I get free tickets because I can't afford to go to a game because tickets are so expensive, concessions are so expensive, and it's all to pay these guys' salaries. Mm-hmm. And it's frustrating as a sports fan that, and a big sports fan that, and I love going to games that, you know, these guys want thirty million, thirty million a year. It's ridiculous. Well, I mean, if they're going to get paid it, then they should get yeah, it. Yeah, you know? I guess I don't know. I mean, it just it frustrates me. Baseball is one thing. They have a life after. They're not going to get concussions and stuff from baseball unless they get hit in the face with the ball. But I can see football or hockey or one of these other really rough sports where their their lifespan of playing time is less. You know, you you can play baseball longer than you can play football or hockey. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. It frustrates me. Thirty million a year. Thirty million a year. Yeah. I mean, come on, people. I mean, was he is yeah. he that good, Jason? Is he that good? Manny Machado? Yeah, Manny Machado, the UFC fighter. I mean, <laughs> well, he played for Baltimore. Uh, he's a shortstop, and he was he was pretty good there. Uh, then he got traded to the Dodgers last year, got him to the World Series. But, I mean, that, that team was pretty good. They had a lot of other great players. I would say he didn't perform the greatest uh, for the Dodgers. Is he worth that much money? No way. It's the same with Bryce Harper. I mean, the amount of money he wants. I mean, the dude batted 249 last year. He had 
Brady have 30 home runs and 100 RBI. There's a lot of guys that do that. Um, you know, I think it, they've made a name for themselves, and it's really about that. Mm. Yeah, it's about the, uh, the the marketing aspect of it. Yeah, well, yeah. as a sports fan, I don't like it. Is that That's your, all final, I got. Is That's that your my, final take? It's my final words and my final take. <laughs> your final it's take It's so frustrating. Is, I'm oh, sorry. Like it. it frustrates me because – you know, the Dodgers are looking to possibly sign Harper, and, and uh, they'll give him a $30, $35 million a year contract. It's just ridiculous. So we can't afford to go game. Sorry, guys. Well, you know what, Paul? It's just too bad. I don't really want to go see baseball game anyways. Well, it's okay. So, well, I'll tell you what. Let's, uh, before I really get frustrated and tackle Michael, <laughs> let me, uh, <laughs> let's get the show wrapped up. It's been another fun week. Um, oh, so you much can, fun. You Jason, can, did you have fun? I had a blast. Yeah. Oh, yeah. You can, sorry, you can follow you. Soon. I was going to say, you can follow me on Facebook. <laughs> Obviously, Mike's talkative tonight. Just search Big Daddy Sports Minute. We are on Twitter, at BD Sports Minute. We are on Instagram. We haven't done anything with it yet, but we're working on it. I'm talking to my marketing director. Just search BD Sports Minute. And, uh, we're, we're trying to get everywhere. We're trying we're, to get everywhere. We are. We're trying to yeah. get out to every single person in the world. So It'll happen when it's supposed to. Exactly. Um, so, great show. Thanks, you guys. Mike, where can we follow you again? Well, you can follow me, my big white truck. I, this is getting old, isn't it, guys? Can I, I should think of something else, right? Whatever you want. I got something else. Okay. All the way down Highway 100 <laughs> until you get to pass straight from the barn. Oh, and okay. then you turn right at this certain street. I don't want to tell you because everybody's going to come looking at it for me. Right, I and doubt it. And then you it. can follow me home. Jay, there. can we follow you anywhere? Yeah, last two goes to that Venmo account. I've been making some money, so you can follow me there. <laughs> it's only $70. Well, there you go. We'll do that. We'll make sure you get some cash, Jay. Help with your back payment. Back pain, how about that? Perfect. So, all right, well, good show this week. We'll be back next week. Uh, thanks again, you guys. Big Daddy's out. Woo!